On air coming up. Completely unsanctioned by the church. Stone on air. Whatever, let's just do this. Stone on air. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. Give human beings opportunity, and you'll be absolutely shocked with what people do with it. Stone on air coming up. Stone on air. Happy Thursday to you. It is the Stone on Air podcast coming live from Chattanooga State Community College on the banks of the Tennessee River. The studios are WAWL.org. My name is Brian Stone. Broke Down Hound will be my guest here in just a few minutes. Stone on Air podcast. Not just mine, yours too. I appreciate you being here all week long. Kind of a market test Monday through Friday, January. January. What the hell am I talking about? July 18th. Through the 22nd. Today is July 21st. Lord, where did 2016 go? At least the first seven months of it, anyway. Just been having some fun here on the campus of Chattanooga State Community College. Thank you, Don Hickson, for allowing me to do this. Uh, my name is Brian, and you can find this show. Again, this is kind of, it's, it, it is a little strange. It's a little bit out of my what you would consider a comfort zone um, for all the years of being on regular terrestrial FM radio. Of course I was doing it for 13 years um, on mainly one radio station fraud or sorry, talk radio 102.3 and KZ 106, KZ 106. I'm sorry um, for a long time. And then, you know, over, over the course before that uh, of, of a really overall a 17 year kind of journey into um uh, to to where to where I was upwards of about three weeks ago. Um, when you're on the radio, you want to give people all the different options, you know, like hey, you go here and check this out here, and go over there and go to dot com here and the blog over there and read us in the weekend section that inexplicably comes out on a Thursday at the Times Free Press over here. All these you know d- d- different ways to to drive traffic to where you want uh, your listeners and your audience to go. Well, when you're on a podcast, you are talking to people who have already found you. You're, t- you're talking to people that already know how to get to you. So regularly telling them where to go to listen is, is redundant because they already know. I mean, for the most part, I think. I mean, I'm, I'm pro- that's, that's what it's appearing to me. I mean, I, I have spent... Um, the last three weeks reading and learning and talking to people and, and, and different websites and, and, and different sources to try to figure out what in the world this podcast world is all about. Because it does. I mean, I, I got to a point where I was on the, on the, the terrestrial radio and I mean, doing the, you know, bang on the microphone. Hello. Is anybody listening to this? Can anybody hear me? Like, you know, I was beginning to think, is it, am I wasting my time? 
And that was when you had an audience that was because of the loyal, loyal, impossibly loyal, was seemingly impossibly loyal audience that um, that talk radio 102.3 has. You were still you regardless of what you were doing or who you were, you were going to get a pretty big audience. So even when I knew I had an audience, I began to get a little frustrated with the uh, because of the insecurities, maybe maybe that's one way to put it. I don't know. Uh, of is anybody actually listening to this? Well, this is tenfold that. <laughs> this is times a hundred um, of wondering whether people are actually listening. Wondering if I'm I'm standing in this room at uh, what is right now nine fifty three in the morning. Well, this will be up at eleven again. Redundant information. You don't need to know that. Um, but it's still. Am I just sitting here in this room and incredibly? Um, modern contemporary studio with great equipment and it's it's it looks good and it feels good and it's fun to be here but am I just completely wasting my time and I I don't think that I am I don't think that I am and Monday's show I'm noticing on just the SoundCloud numbers soundcloud.com slash stone on air were huge I mean some the most response I've ever gotten to anything I've ever posted online because I've been posting things that we were doing on the uh, on the old uh, fraud radio, talk radio one hundred two point three uh, for years now. I, I have been stressing the importance of podcasting, but podcasting what we were broadcasting live. So I mean, here's what you missed earlier, kind of thing. Different concept, same same ballpark. It's a big ballpark, but different concept. This is creating new content every day and posted it out there and hoping people go and find it. And so when I say, yeah, yeah, you're listening to the stone on air podcast, find it at SoundCloud, iTunes and uh, stoneonair.com. I think I'm giving you information you already know. So I, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm still trying to figure it out. I was talking to a guy I work with. Uh, he's a big uh, podcast listener and he uses a app called pocket cast pocket. Like my phone's in my pocket cast. And uh, the show's there. It's almost, it, it, it seems like, or it appears that iTunes is kind of like the mothership. You know, I, iTunes is the hub. If you get on, on iTunes, but you can't just, just say, hey, click, I'm on iTunes now. You have to submit it, and then they approve it, and then you're there. And um, and I luckily, I got the thumbs up or whatever a few months back. So anything I post to SoundCloud then goes to iTunes and then goes to all the smaller apps that do podcasting. That's what it appears. So I thought that was cool that uh, a an application that I had never even heard of uh, actually had the show. So if, if things sound redundant at times or if things sound like, you know, what is this guy doing? Does he even understand what the world of podcasting is? The answer is no. <laughs> the answer is kind of no. I don't really know. I'm trying to figure it out. As I go along, my name is Brian Stone. We'll do this thing today and tomorrow. And then I've, I'm off to Denver for the weekend. Put this idea together uh, six months ago or so when I had two jobs and plenty of money. Now I have one job and not all that much money. But tickets are already paid for. And I'm going to go ahead and um, go out there. I'm telling you, Denver, Colorado, it's like another country. It really is. It's like being in another country. And it's a, it being in another really cool country like not i don't mean this in a bad way i mean it in a very very good way uh let's see the republican national nightmare or convention 
is continuing. I did flip it over for just a couple of minutes last night. Couldn't last but about uh, two minutes, maybe. I don't even remember who was talking. I think it might have. Was it Newt? I don't remember. And Newt might have been one of the better ones. Um, and then the the Democratic National Nightmare or Convention will be next week, and uh, we can just go through all this again. Now, that's going to be boring. People aren't going to care about that. It's going to go back to that conversation I've had uh, at the old station about the um, the debates, is that whenever the D- Democrat debate would come around, people would talk about how uh, – boring it was oh this is so boring god this is boring and i got i you know i'll ask a question it, it, when did you start watching de- presidential debates just now what, what were you expecting what a circus you know, a dog and pony show what are you expecting of course it's boring that's what this stuff is well that was before this year's and the end of last year into this year this election cycles republican primary debates which turned into reality television shows which is what the republican national nightmare committee uh, convention has become a reality television show what do you expect when you have now officially picked your candidate for president of the united states when he's a reality television star what do you expect so yeah the dnc next week will probably be, quote-unquote, boring. But that's just because you've, you, you, you don't know what this content is supposed to be because you've never watched these things before. If, you, if, you spent, if, you, if, if your overall opinion is that the Democrat debates and the Democrat National Convention next week will be boring, but the GOP one is somehow entertaining, that's because you're new to the game. And you have never really paid attention to this stuff before. And you really don't know what you're talking about. This is the Stone on Air podcast, the opening segment of the show. I'm going to talk about John Kasich and why his party hates him. It's Stone's Throw. Heads up. It's Stone's Throw. Wait, what? Oh, whoa. Back up the truck. Beep, beep. What are you talking about? Is technology making us mentally ill? Look at me, I'm stupid, I can't do math. This is not making sense to the young adult anymore, and they're tired of it. Does that satisfy you? Are you satisfied now? Yesterday, the uh, <clears throat> there was a stretch of a uh, couple of hours where Kasich, John Kasich, the governor from Ohio, was, uh, was trending. On, uh, on Twitter, and so I, I started to, uh, I was just curious, I didn't know why, so I went and looked, and I'll read a bunch of these here coming back after this uh, first break here, um, the Republicans hate John Kasich, they just hate this man, of course he's the governor of, of Ohio, and the uh, Republican National Nightmare Convention is in Cleveland, so, um, you know, of course people are waiting to see if John Kasich is going to show up. And uh, and he didn't. He didn't show up. He's not going. Because unlike all these other just puppets and these liars and these flavor of the week kind of guys and people and, and, and you know, groups of, of ideological, you know, temporary ideology, uh, he sticks to his to his convictions. He sticks to what he says. He, he means what he says. 
Speaking of, he says what he means, he means what he says. John Kasich actually does. The guy thinks Donald Trump is an absolute fool, as does Marco Rubio, as does Ted Cruz, as does Ben Carson, as does Chris Christie, as does everybody standing, Paul, uh, uh, Rand Paul, as does everybody standing on that original stage of 17 people. They all think he's a bully, a clown, and and dangerous for America and certainly for the Republican Party. Mitt Romney, Paul Ryan, if he was being honest. I mean, the list just goes on and on. There's very few true, real, genuine, authentic Republicans that truly support this man. But we're to the point now where you uh, I guess we just got to go along to get along, right? And that's what's, what's so broken about the whole system all the way around. Now, Ted Cruz last night, he gets booed out of the building um, from what I am, um, from what I understand. Again, I, I didn't see it because he, he went to the convention, spoke, and didn't endorse Donald Trump. I, I mean, I almost want to say good for you. Ted Cruz, but really, you know, now you're making it more about you than anything else. So Ted Cruz is a despicable human being. I mean, he really is uh, fascist, just absolutely just just a disaster of a human being. Um, I, I because I think it's funny a little bit, like a touch humorous. I I, I think it's kind of you know I'm I I almost kind of inside me barely like golf clap. That he went up there and, and kind of threw a bomb in the middle of the, of the convention. But overall, he shouldn't do that. He made it about him. Of course he did. And he goes up there and he doesn't endorse Trump. And he kind of gives, he uses that his own little uh, grandstand. So I don't, I, don't necess- I don't support that. What I do support is John Kasich not showing up. Because he doesn't believe in this man. He doesn't believe in this quote-unquote movement. He doesn't, he doesn't, he's not on board with this, so he's not going to get involved. And the, and the, the, the party and the people that make up this, the, these people are so pissed off they can't see straight. And he's, from day one, John Kasich is the only one out of all of those 17 clowns who put strung together real sentences real answers to questions, real policy-driven responses to, to, to questions and rebuttals at the, uh, at the debates. He was the only adult in the room. He was the only guy who regularly made sense. I don't, I don't know about his de- I don't know his history. I don't know where he truly does and doesn't, what he does and doesn't believe in. And I'm not overly worried about it. Because he's not, he's not a game changer because his party hates him and they haven't cared about him for a long time. And it's unfortunate because this guy made a lot of sense. What really caught my eye, Brian Stone on the Stone on Air podcast, what really caught my eye early on was there was regular, like, you know, Ted Cruz, what, what are you going to do to save America or whatever the stupid question was? And it would be like, on day one, I'm going to tear up. Obamacare, we're gonna put it in the garbage can. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna just tear it up and throw it in the garbage can, and whatever else the next stupid thing somebody would say. And then I'll make sure your guns are safe in your house. Whatever, blah 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 blah. Right? And John Kasich in one of the debates said, "Guys, 
do, do you understand how legislation works? Because it doesn't appear that you do. You can't just walk in on day one and tear up legislation and just and throw it in the garbage. Oh, but what are we, children around here? I don't think he said that exactly. But he, he, he very boldly said, the way you guys are responding to these questions, it, it sounds like you don't really know what the position is that you're actually running for. You know, I'm paraphrasing all over the place here. These aren't his, nearly his exact words, but that was his message. Guys, it doesn't work this way. You don't, you don't get to just stand up here and say whatever you want, whenever you want, and just because the people will just lap it up and just, you know, clap and cheer and hoot and holler. That's not how this game is played. That's not how this works. So I've been a fan of Kasich for a long time. Again, I don't know. I, I'm sure we ideologically spar on all kinds of different uh, topics uh, in, in the world. I'm sure. I don't know. I, I, I don't know because I don't care. Because he doesn't matter. His own party hates the guy. And they're going to make sure he has no future in national politics. And he's the best candidate, probably out of every single one of them. Probably even out of, I'll say very close, could be the best candidate between both parties. And that includes Hillary and Bernie and Martin O'Malley and Lincoln, whatever the hell his name is. I think I mean that. I'm not I'm not sure, but I think I do. He's at least one of them. And he's done for. He'll he'll be the governor of Ohio, but he'll never be anything more than that. And he's probably just fine with that. I'm going to read some of these tweets from Republicans about John Kasich. Just hate the man. When we get back, I'll do that. And there was also Mixed reports, but it looks like Trump, of course, he said Pence. Is it Mike Pence? Is that his name? Jeez, can't even remember. From Indiana. Said he was his first uh, choice. From day one, first choice. Yeah, a guy no one's ever heard of. That's your first choice, Trump? Of course it was. Sure it was, buddy. But he had a mixed reports about asking Kasich to be his VP. We'll talk more about that when we get back. Broke down Hound, I just saw him walk in the door, so we will get them in here to play some music as well. iTunes, SoundCloud.com, and StoneOnAir.com are all places to find the Stone On Air podcast. My name is Brian Stone. We will be right back. Tweets about how much the Republicans hate John Kasich and Broke Down Hound coming next. Now back to more Stone on Air. Psychological torment. Stone on Air. You're back with the Stone on Air podcast, iTunes, SoundCloud, and StoneOnAir.com. Mercy me. Three wise men in an SUV. Because I have no boss and I have no rules, we're going to listen to this song for a minute. It's called God Bless America, James McMurtry.
I can already hear my my bosses at the old station saying, "This is a talk station, Brian. Start talking." What you gonna do with all that money? What you gonna do when that money is all gone? So it's talking about um, the uh, Republican National Nightmare Convention uh, that's going on this week. Trump will be talking tonight, I believe. So Ted Cruz uses that as a way as a way to uh, pretty much grandstand. It, I, I agree with most people thought that was pretty stupid, and he got booed. And I, I, I if if I was on that side, I'd be mad too. First of all, the guy's a despicable, disastrous human being. Period. You know, I didn't need I didn't need last night to figure that part out. But uh, but so John Kasich doesn't show up. The old hashtag I tried to get trending didn't work. Hashtag it's basic. Vote Kasich. The only adult in the room. Uh, this is a handful of tweets. As I, I was jumping on Twitter last night and uh, or yesterday afternoon, I guess, and it and and you see the trending, uh, the trends on the left of the of the page or however it's set up on your phone. And it said John Kasich's trending. I was like, "What in the world's John Kasich doing?" Well, what is what he's not doing? He he didn't show up. So Laura Ingram says to the the, the convention of all week for for that matter, um, how incredibly short sighted and self absorbed for John Kasich not to attend the Republican National Convention. What did he accomplish by skipping Zippo? Uh, Teresa Family for Trump at Family for Trump says the unbearable smugness of John Kasich, a beginner's guide to hating John Kasich, and then a. A link to something I'm sure that's biased and saying how terrible of a person he is. Sunflower Girl says Kasich signed the RNC pledge and now won't honor this pledge to unify. Kasich is a disgrace and a liar. Ohio needs a new governor. Uh, Politico says Gingrich says Kasich being silly for skipping convention. At Bill Mitchell says, can you believe that loser Kasich is a no-show in his own damn state? Let's see what else we got here. The whole I printed off a whole bunch of them. There's no reason to go for for too long on this because the main thing was we Republicans hate John Kasich because he won't show up and endorse a man that he spent six or seven, eight months saying that he hated and he had nothing good to say about the guy. And now he won't get on the stage and start making up lies and being and being a complete phony and saying fake stuff. And you're mad about that. You're mad because the guy won't get up on stage and lie. Think about that for a minute. You are enraged and so pissed off that a man won't get on a stage and lie to you. That is infuriating to you. We are literally in an alternate universe. We are in an alternate universe. Chris Gerke is in here with me from uh, Broke Down How. Jump on that mic right there, uh, and let's see—is that mic three over there? Let's see if that see if that one works. What's see going on, Brian? How we doing? I'm good, man. Um, am I crazy? <laughs> am I have I lost it? Not at all, my friend. Have I lost? I, I I I don't. I, I I try to I try to look at things from a perspective based kind of thing. Um, I make I'm not I'm unapologetic. I don't like the Republican agenda even a little bit, but I don't love a lot of the Democratic agenda either, but I only get two to choose from, so I pick one. Yeah, that's but for two. I try to come from a perspective-based um, angle on any kind of topic 
because the answers are always in the back of the book. All you got to do is just go get the answer. I like to see, I like to know why you get to where you're at. So when I see people just trashing John Kasich, who many of them had never heard of him before a year ago, uh, probably respected him six months ago, now hate him because he won't yeah, lie. Yeah. I think Cruz also could have had the probably the best performance of his entire career last night until he said that last comment. So Well, he got booed out of the building. I didn't listen to it. I didn't even look at the transcripts. <laughs> and I can't uh, stand that douche, but it's all right. So. <laughs> Chris Gerke from the brand uh, uh, Broke Down Hound. We'll talk a little bit more about the CD release party last week and play some music here in just a couple of minutes. Uh, just a couple more thoughts here as we uh, wind up this, this shorter segment, and then we'll do the uh, final segment and play some music live here in just a minute. Um. What happened this week, and I don't know if it was just yesterday. I think it was Tuesday, actually. This is Thursday, July 21st, 2016, of the Stone on Air podcast. I uh, was talking with Chris here and uh, realizing that, again, I'm, I'm, I'm a little ignorant to the world of podcasting. And apparently, if you have any podcasting app at all, this, this show is there. Uh, it's on his app, a podcast dot whatever the hell it is, and... Uh, pocket. Just the podcast beacon. Just what, <laughs> whatever they call that. Whatever right we're, on the iPhone. We're we're closer to forty <laughs> than we are thirty. So you know we're we're not old losers that don't know nothing about technology. But it's purple on my. It's iPhone. purple. It's the purple one. Go to the purple one. Anyway, if you get one of those apps, you're 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 you should be able to find the show. Um, that's what they tell me. So that's cool. Again, I'm learning more every day. But um. Back to where I was, I was going here, and I'm serious up on you for a minute before we uh, wrap this segment up and get ready for the, the final segment, play some music, and stop all this uh, heavy stuff. So we have some, some I don't know if they're drone strikes or they're airstrikes. I don't know if, they're, if, if it's drones that are giving the information where these strikes are supposed to be out in Syria. Um, but that has happened since June uh, several times, or hell, for the last couple of years, I guess, that's been going on. Um, and yesterday, again, going back to Twitter, that's where that's Twitter is where I stay focused on trying to find the, the latest information because it's the best place to do it. Um, it, it. It really is. It's faster than Google as far as immediate information. Now, it, depending on what you follow, it might be you know garbage information, but it's still immediate information. And I saw "Pray for Syria," and I thought, well, you know. Here we go again. Thoughts and prayers all over the place. All we got to do, I'm thinking about you and I'm praying about you. All right, I'm out of here. See you later. Yeah, thanks a lot. By the way, we're dying over here. Thanks for your thoughts and prayers, but we're dying. Could you maybe do something else? That might be another topic for another podcast another day. But so I see the hashtag pray for uh, for Syria. And, and I just that just stuck out to me as very strange. And so I, of course, click on it, start looking. Apparently 50 to 60 uh, civilians... And including many children were killed um, in a airstrike this week. And in the numbers are around 100 plus since about a month ago in June of innocent civilians, men, women, and children. And I grab the Times Free Press, love you Times Free Press, glance at you every now and again. And I look at the, you know, the headlines on most, you know, whatever your, your main ha- uh, homepage is. And I see almost nothing about it. Uh, 50, 60, 70, 80 people die in Nice, France. And, and it's, you know, it's and horrifically. And it's, it's, it's worldwide, you know, the, the biggest story of, of the week. Of course, it, it fades quickly. It fades quickly. And it should be. It should be major news that everybody knows about. But 
50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 people in Syria that was from our airstrikes, the United States of America, and it, I, I can't even find it in the Times Free Press. I, I don't even I don't see it anywhere. I'm just going to take a look here and just make sure that I'm not missing something and we get a little further into the paper here. Baton Rouge, children are victims of Chicago's gunfire, gang battles, Kansas officers shooting, death not an ambush, the murky role of mental illness and extremism and terror. Uh, scare you to death. I'm trying to scare you. What else can we scare you with? In Citizens United, PAC endorses Clinton. Here we go. Police arrest 17 after scuffle, burning the flag. I mean, we'll scare you to death. Hating on Hillary, Republican convention, gets down and dirty. Clinton VP search, focusing on... Not a, not a word. Not a word. And, you know, I, I hear people talk all the time, especially now, because we just got to figure out a way to tear down which candidate we don't like. You know, the, 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 the Benghazi... Um, mess and the four people died there you would think that is like the most the most horrific thing this this country's ever done now don't ne- never mind 10 years ago when four to five thousand people and that's probably a low number were, were killed because of erroneous information and falsehoods forget that we're not worried about that anymore and and this and this we've got to go to war we've got to be on the boots on the ground we've got to we got to fight uh terror we're we're guaranteeing for more people to die, but something like this happens, and and no and no and nobody nobody cares, and that and and that and that is an American kind of thing. It might be a Western kind of thing, Western world kind of thing, more than just an American thing. I just find it a little disturbing, just a little bit. That that and and this is and this is a you know led by the uh, a president and administration and a and a and a fight that I that I support. So I'm not being a hater because I don't hate I don't hate the administration. But this this is this is a disaster. This is terrible. And um, I don't know what you do about it. I don't know that you stop. I've all, I, I, I guess I've been in favor of of airstrikes rather than putting out, you know, an all out ground war because I don't want I mean, I'm, t- I'm tired of wars, period. Yeah, these terrorist attacks are out of control, and people are dying. Innocent people are dying all the time. But what? How do you fix that? By k- killing even more and more and more innocent people? Is that is that how you is that how you do it? Is that how you feel safe? Is by doing something that guarantees people die. In the world that we're living in right now, you're not guaranteed to die, and you're and you're and you're not going to be a, a, a victim of of terrorist attacks. But somebody might, and it could happen. But when you wage an all-out war, you're guaranteeing people die. I'm not sure how that seems to be the overall, you know, half the country saying that's what we got to do. That's what we got to do now. Make me feel better at night. I'll, I'll sleep better at night now knowing that we got guaranteed casualties. But damn it, they're doing it for the greater good. We haven't fought a war that has anything to do with freedom or any kind of real cause in my freaking lifetime. Going on 40 years I've been around here, 36 to be exact, and we haven't fought a war that has anything to do with any kind of real progress or real major problem in my lifetime and not in a half a century. 
All those wars that, that, that granted us freedom and had all this stuff that was very necessary to the, to the civilization of mankind, that stuff ain't happened. Your grandparents barely remember that. All right. We'll be done with that. Chris, you got anything to say about this? I'm all in. <laughs> I'm all in, man. All right. Well, uh, I, I, I was telling Chris in the break, uh, Chris Gerke from Broke Down Hound, I, I, I didn't plan on having such a, a week full of uh, national political-fueled conversation, but, hell, that's all that there is right now. The mayor hasn't slept with anybody else that I know of. I mean, other than his wife. I'm not sure. I don't know. We were in Tremont pretty late last Saturday. We'll talk talk about that show at Tremont here in a minute and play some music. But um, I do know that uh, Jeff Styles is off this week. And some dude, they put out a press release. It's going to help us with the hard work we do here at Fraud Talk Radio 102.3. I think he's in this week. Go listen to that for a minute and then scream back to the podcast. We'll be here all the time. He'll be done in an hour. I'll be here whenever you want it. Chris Kirky from Broke Down Hell. We'll play some live music when we come back next and we'll stop talking about all this stuff. It's the Stone On Air podcast. Thank you for being here. Be right back. Stone On Air will be right back. Oh, darling, what juicy gossip I have for our listeners. The it's amazing what you forget you do after a couple of gin and tonics late the night before the show. Chris Gerke's in here with me from Broke Down Hound, and I was just previewing what we're going to do for the next segment. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot I put this... Uh, yep. Say hello to heaven from Temple the Dog, the super group with Pearl Jam and uh, Soundgarden. Really, Pearl Jam, mostly Pearl Jam with Chris Cornell for the most part. And they've announced that five, I think it's like it's just five dates, I think. Yeah, that's what I looked at last night. Seattle is probably one of them. I don't have it pulled up right now, but. Uh, Spokane, Washington. Nowhere near here. <laughs> Nowhere, Ontario. Nowhere, yeah. We're playing a great, it's going to be an awesome reunion. We're in Alaska for a week. Uh, I don't think they're actually in Alaska, but they are nowhere near um, the the southern state. So, won't be a show that I make it to, but uh, I, rem- I remember figuring out that when, or I, I kind of almost vi- pretty vividly remember when I figured out, and it was my next door neighbor who actually figured out, that this was like a super group. And it was Chris Corn because it was like who? I mean, we're twelve. Yeah, yeah. We're thirteen years old. I mean, I was pretty young too, but and and still didn't know who it was when it came. And so it's this song, you know, and we're just starting to figure out who Pearl Jam is and Soundgarden and starting to listen to all this stuff. And it's a big movement. It's a huge thing of the early nineties. And then this, you know, Hunger Strike is out, and it's a big video on MTV. And start looking through the book and like, oh my, wait a second, this is. These are all these guys together. It was yeah. like it was like you know the the, the concept of a super group. Uh, I didn't you know I didn't quite understand what that was at the time. But uh, anyway, so there five day uh, first time they've ever toured. They didn't tour back uh, in those days. It was just let's slap together this album really in in tribute for uh, Andy Wood right. uh, from Mother Love Bone, who was the band before uh, with the core members of Pearl Jam before 
uh, they were Pearl Jam. And they were <clears throat> really, really big, incredible band, actually. Mother Love Bone. If you're a 90s music lover at all and you've never listened to Mother Love Bone, go check it out. Well, he dies of a overdose of heroin, and he was the um, uh, roommate of Chris Cornell. And so then they put this little thing together, Say Hello to Heaven. I mean, that was one of the first songs they, they wrote to uh, for Andy. But anyway, so I forgot about that. forgot about uh, thinking about that. Like, yeah, let's uh, talk about... A uh, little, uh, uh, you know, because I do actually, you know, try to make a plan before I come in here. It's just sometimes it's late at night. Chris, what's up, man? Oh, going good, dude. Uh, you guys, uh, the Broke Down Hound Band, uh, you, on the old show, you guys were one of my first guests. That was a lot of fun playing. Was- I didn't realize that that was uh, uh, Carmelita that you played. We played three songs that show. Yeah. I didn't realize that that was Zevon. Yeah, it was. And I remember hearing Jeff, like, just can completely critique the crap out of that the next day. Did he day. talk about it the next oh, yeah, day? Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, I heard them sing that Warren Zevon song, but they sang it all wrong. And I was like... Oh, really? Well, Jeff, w- what we did was <laughs> we played... I, I'd never even heard of Warren Zevon. I heard of Gigi Allen, and I heard Gigi Allen do it before anybody did it. And so we sing the I'm way, not familiar with Gigi Allen. He's cra- crazy punk rocker from back in the day. Huh, he actually okay. shut down the wall skateboard park in, huh. in the early 90s okay. with a show, and he's dead. He's long gone. Huh. So but, he uh, did. He did a version. of He that did thing. a version of it. I can only imagine that was nowhere near the way you it did it or that Zevon did it. Well, that's the way I learned it. So I'm pretty much just mimicking Gigi Allen's version, and then later find out Zevon did it. And yeah, maybe I used a couple. It, it's it's funny how that happens because there's so often sometimes I've spent my whole life and didn't know that somebody else wrote a song. I mean, and, and I'm not a, a I'm the dullard. Exact same way. I'm not a dullard. It's not like I don't pay attention. I'm the exact same. Many way. times that I'll hear something like, "Wait a second. For 20 years, I thought somebody else did that. I just wait till all my geeky friends just tell me. Yeah. You know, I'm like, God, oh, this sounds pretty good. And they're like, oh, you know that that's a, uh, you know. You do know, that? right? Like, God, no, you I do don't. know, right, that that's, come on, idiot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. It's the Stone on Air podcast, Chris Gerke from uh, Broke Down Hound. If you want to see that show, you can go to the website at stoneonair.com. Everything we've done uh, between meaning we, meaning the old show, uh, stuff going forward with the podcast, it's all uh, it's all uh, archived there. And uh, the YouTube channel, which is embedded into the stoneonair.com uh, website, you can go watch that whole show. If you uh, want to check out that version of Carmelita, and of course, talking about Jeff, Jeff Styles from Talk Radio One Hundred Two Point Three, who you've been a long listener to forever. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. if you you know if you don't remember what my relationship, go back to podcast day one on Monday. <laughs> You'll know all about it. Um, but he had text he texted me that day when we were doing because he stopped by when we were yeah, doing the show, yeah. and on his way out, he texted me said. I, it was glowing. I can't remember the words. It was like, oh, man, incredible, dude. Zevon yeah. would be proud or something. So <laughs> the next day, he might have just been needing something to talk about. Who knows? No, but. I mean, he totally dug it. But uh, he was just saying that we'd flipped a verse around or you're not supposed to sing that verse in front oh, of that. Shut like, up, oh, Jeff. God. Shut up, Jeff. At least uh, we got it out there. Nobody's ever heard that damn song anyway. No, I had, and at the time, I had no idea. <laughs> I mean, I had no idea. Um so uh, CD release party was last Saturday. I was uh, at CFC, and I texted you and said, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try to make it after the soccer game. I, I don't know what I was thinking. There's no chance I'm making yeah, it after yeah. a freaking soccer yeah. game. We do some whiskey drinking and yeah, those absolutely. things. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, tell me about it. Tremont Tavern, I, 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 we, uh, when, we, when you were on the old show, I hadn't been to the Tremont Tavern since its expansion. Right at, right. The, at that time, right. that was months it, it, ago. And it's it's awesome. It's still packed out. It, it's but, incredible. But there's a place for you now. You know, everybody's pretty attentive, especially when we get in there. Um, we brought an extra tower and kind of blew the doors off that place. So, 
We had a blast. What's the name of the uh, What's the name of the disc? Uh, it's just self titled. Broke down hound. So cool. you know, this is a a project, I guess, so to speak, that Patrick and I kind of come up with about three years ago, and we accumulated. You know, Charles Gadsden, when Rob Rittenberry left and went back to Atlanta, we found an upright bass player. We found a fiddle player. We found a banjo player slash harp player. So now, you know, and every once in a while, probably the rest of this year, we're going to have a drummer with us, Brian Gross. And, man, it's just, it's like one big happy family now. So I mean, it, it's it's kind of front porch picking kind of stuff. It's a little more sophisticated than that. A little um, bit. And, and, I mean, you've been doing this for, you know, 20 years yeah. off and on. And it is it is pretty remarkable to see... How? Because I mean, I used to play you know music, and it's, it's just so easy to get frustrated. Just just like this or anything else, yeah. your projects you're doing, it's so easy to get frustrated and like, hey, hello, is anybody there? You know, like, does anybody care about this? And um, so you're sticking, being able to stick to it as in keeping it as a as yeah, a yeah. as a regular running hobby, and to maybe even make I don't know if you've ever turned well, a profit on anything. I, but. I guess what what's what's going on now is as this whole thing has come to fruition, we've gotten. Uh, this CD done finally it takes a little while when everybody's got family and kids and life and all that crap. But um, you know we've got it out now, and 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 we, what I did was bring a bunch of songs that I'd really written probably 15 years ago, bring them up to the table, and then as a group we collectively were like, wow, this sounds good. So we just hurried up to try to get something out, and during that process we we came up with a couple of good songs that just fit it kind of perfectly sure so we've got six songs on this little guy it sounds really good i'm not just saying that i i i, I threw so many out at tremont i was hitting people in the faces i'm i'm pretty <laughs> like literally pretty, through like, the like disc. we were we were tossing discs out and there were people ducking for cover and it was awesome um i can't tell you how many people I have got have given me compliments on the pop country pop country suck shirt. <laughs> yeah, it, it has been. I, I only I've only worn it a few times because it's summertime and it's solid black. So you know, if you're oh, gonna yeah, be outdoors, yeah. you don't want to wear solid black all that often. It's a great shirt. But I uh, I wore it and I did it uh, on purpose Thursday of Bonnaroo. Of course, he's got these shirts. It says "Pop Country Sucks." That's it. Just white white on black. Very simple little concept. And. Uh, I, on Thursday, I was going to meet somebody out in the general mission area of Bonnaroo, and we we camp on the we, we've got preferred exclusive very well. I always see. I used to. I, we'll see if they'll <laughs> we'll still see. grant me that access next year. <laughs> right. right. Um, but so a friend of mine was out on the GA, and it was the first day. It got blistering hot by the middle of the weekend, but that first day it was a mild, cool day for June. Very cool. Uh, and so I woke up in the morning, uh, as you always do in those settings early, whether you like it or not, and said, I'm going to go walk out there and go to the Grove or this little area out in the GA where they have co- you know, a little coffee shop kind of thing. I'll go hang out out there. I feel good. It's day one. You know, Everybody's in a good mood. So I, I put on my Pop Country Sucks shirt. And so this is a long walk. I mean, this is several hundred yards, You know, maybe five or six hundred yards of yeah, walking yeah, yeah. around. And it was just constantly like, hey, man. Hey, what's up? I love it. You know, uh, like, uh, half the time I'd forget I'm even wearing the thing. Like, wait, what? Me? Oh yeah, pop country sucks, man. Yeah, we uh, we t- we've got we've got another box of those. So uh, throughout this fall and winter, we'll be throwing. And those you out generally there. give those things away, right? Generally, man. Generally, man. All right. Well, Chris Gerke <laughs> is my guest on the uh, final segment here as we put the wraps on today's podcast, uh, the Stone on Air podcast, which is a just kind of a one week deal here, and then we'll I'll reevaluate in the next couple of weeks how I do it. It might be a weekly uh, kind of concept. I'm, I'm not really sure. I will say this. And I'm asking you to feel sorry for me. This is a lot of damn work. 
between my day job and then putting all this together, it's basically all I've done all week. And speaking of free and no compensation, yeah. that's what it is. So it won't be a daily thing going forward because I can't afford to do that. But we'll try to do um, something going forward. And then tomorrow's show, we'll have uh, the incredible Nick Let's Go. So we're just uh, a fun week all the way around. Live right now on the show, though, as we put the wraps on it today, Chris Gerke, his band Broke Down Hound, just released the album last week. Find them at a uh, local dive near you coming soon. Pop Country Sucks. And Chris Gerke's live right now on the Stone On Air podcast at WAWL.org. Well, I told you about my friends. Now I know what you're thinking. I'll let you. Now I'm always drinking Oh, I can't stand around Every night when you're out with Every guy I know I can't go along Waste my life no I called you home to hit you with a telephone, and I was thinking how pretty you are when you are bleeding. Oh, I can't stand around every night when you're out with every guy I know I can't go long waste my life no more no it took a long time baby for me to call you baby baby and I've made up my mind you ain't gonna treat me like no fool this time oh I can't stand around every Chris Gerke from Broke Down Hound live on the Stone On Air podcast. Thank you for coming in, man. Awesome. Thank you. I know, again, it's, it, 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 it seems strange you're doing a radio show when you're not on the radio. Uh, what I am fi- fast learning, though, is that you don't need a radio to be on the radio necessarily. So, And I, I do think going forward long term that that's going to become more and more normal, and eventually that won't seem so foreign to to you. Um I do believe that. It's still not like next week or anything, um, but I, I do think that it'll be more of an industry standard eventually. So maybe getting in on the bottom floor before anybody else in town is doing it, maybe that was the best idea I could have come up with. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, thanks, Chris. Nick, let's go in tomorrow, and then I'm off to Denver for the weekend, and I will not be smoking any pot. And I'm going to tell you my pot story involving – no, not me. Not me. I'll tell you my pot story 
involving the last time I was at Denver tomorrow. And all thoughts are my own. This does not reflect anything of the Chattanooga State Community College and WAWL.org. All right, we'll talk to you again tomorrow. And if anybody should happen to ask, where did that cat go? He's not in Denver yet. For now, he's just gone.